Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's good though because like that's how that, usually my podcast actually just starts with people talking. That's like true, anyway, actually. yeah, exactly. So it's it's all good. We're struggling a bit for time, guys, but <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be all right. How are you doing? I'm really good. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Cool. Nah, same, same. Literally, I wa- I walked into the studio. I was like, bro, because <laughs> this is my first time like using an actual like studio and everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, nah, this this is really cool. But yeah, now let's let's go into it. Welcome to the dish. Um, um, I'll introduce our guest shortly. But first, we need to go through the appetizer really quickly. So, firstly, would you rather never be able to go out during the day, or never be able to go out during the night? Never be able to go out during the day. Yeah. You'd rather never be able to go out during yeah. the day. Because I love the night. <laughs> I, I feel so much alive at night. I'm happier when it's nighttime. Um. I have never heard night. anyone ever really? t- say this. No. Concerts are at night. Oh, yeah. Fair um, point. Plays are in the evening. Dinners on. I'd rather have dinners and lunches. Fair, fair. Dinners fair. For me, yeah. Yeah, no, for me, for me, it would be never go out at night. Really? Yeah, because, yeah. like, I mean, okay, so firstly, I never, I barely leave <laughs> my house during the night anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just makes more. It just makes more sense to me. I'm just like, mm. like what? What am I doing at night? You're going out having fun. Well, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't quite like. Yeah, it doesn't. It barely happens. So you're more of a morning person than evening person. Ooh, I think so. Okay. Wait, no, I know so. I don't know why I said I think so. Yeah. But yeah, I do more stuff during the day than during the night. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Fair enough. So plus, even if. Even if I had something to do at night, it's more often than not, it would be something I can do like in my house <laughs> without actually sure, leaving. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it would be, I'd rather never be able to go out at night. I don't know because go out like, during the day. That means like, okay, so obviously for me, I'm in UC, so, like mm-hmm. lectures and all of that. Like, <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Do you not have to like go, if, do you not have any stuff to do during the day? No. No. I can, like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have anything, to, I never have anything to do in the day. I mean, if I have meetings, but I can push them to the evening. I just feel more alive at night. Like, when it's six o'clock. I just, I just <laughs> That's when you alive. wake up. That's where your day starts. <laughs> no, but funny enough, I am a morning person in the sense, or, so I, I do, how, how do I explain this? I'm very active from, like, 8 a.m. to, like, 12 noon. And then yeah. I have a shutdown from, like, 12 noon to, like, 4, 5-ish. And then I have a spike from like six again so <laughs> I, I blame siesta from boarding <laughs> yeah when i was in nigeria we'd have compulsory siestas and mm. occasionally that'd be well not occasionally every time it was in the afternoons and my body is very i think like my body has associated the day with sleep so maybe that's <laughs> so you're nocturnal yeah, basically <laughs> but i i actually so i am not in the sense that when it's like 2 a.m i would definitely be asleep latest mm. and i always give my eight hours of sleep no matter what okay that's fair that's fair. Yeah. Wait, so what does like what does a typical like day look like, like for you? Wow. Yeah. Um, so I wake up, let's say eight, I pray, I'll journal, I'll worship till like ten, mm. which is a long time. <laughs> you know, but, and then I would start work probably like half eleven, twelve. I have this thing where as long as I do four hours of work, that's all that matters. So even if the work is not like in quote what productivity is or mm. i just need to just get four hours of focus work done mm. so by 12 let's say on my my you know desk with my cup of tea i, I love tea 
probably lemon and ginger tea because that's my morning tea because i have different teas for different parts of my different. day chamomile is for like <laughs> evening lemon ginger is for morning <laughs> and then i'll be drinking my tea um my target to write is every day write a thousand words that's my my goal okay so depending on the projects i'm working on i would just sit down and write for about maybe two three hours and take a break mm. have lunch probably about three o'clock then i would either nap at four or i would do something like chores, like yeah, probably chores at four. And I come back to my work maybe up at like five if I haven't done anything else. And then I close my laptop at six and and I then would, your day starts. Yeah, <laughs> Bro, you start, said it starts in terms of having like create. <laughs> so in the evenings I would like watch series. Mm. Um, I unwind a lot in the evening. Yeah. So I actually, so even though I love the evenings and I love the nights, I don't actually work at nights. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm I'm quite disciplined with the way I organize my day what as long as i get four hours of work done and it's focused work mm. that's my only um sort of concern yeah, that's your only concern fair enough yeah. cool all right um before we continue you guys remember to check us out on insta at the dish with tv because we have lots of insta exclusive content on there so be sure to head over there and engage um, and also be sure to give us a rating on apple Podcasts or spotify or if you're watching on youtube smash the like button and don't forget to subscribe and I'm going to introduce our guests. You know how usually you do my guest introductions? I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> no problem. Today, <laughs> we have a truly very unique guest. A poet, playwright, performer, and a fellow of the Royal Society of Arts. As you can see, I did. Oh my god, I'm not a fellow anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, can we a remember? former fellow. <laughs> 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 I see you were just like uh. I, I was a fellow for a year and then they said that I had to pay almost like a hundred pounds per year to continue and I was just like yeah nah. I know you were just like yeah nah yeah. that's a bit too expensive <laughs> I don't really mind um, yeah no fair enough okay a former <laughs> the <laughs> real society of arts um this powerhouse of creativity truly has shakespeare shaken in his grave today <laughs> we have lana ire adirami hi hi hello hello how are you doing i'm good i'm i'm really good <laughs> there's a song that um is it i don't know if it's kendrick but he's like no it's not kendrick i'm really no sorry it's kendrick he has this like song where it's called Real with Anna Wise and he's like, I'm really, really real. I'm real. And <laughs> I, I feel song. like I feel very real at the moment. I feel very present. I feel very mm. grounded. What? Yeah, happy to be here. Cool. Yeah, no, I was I'm so happy to have you on. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. So I mean, the first thing which we'll talk about is your um EP, which is coming out soon. Yeah. Actually, but by the time by the time this is coming out, when would when when would it be? It's coming out very soon. Yeah, the, the day will be confirmed. <laughs> the day yes, the will be confirmed. The thing I've realized with working with teams is dates can change because mm. we, I think this is probably the first project where I say I want a date and the date is probably moved and it's mm. in my control. And so God is really teaching me how to surrender. Yeah. There are different parts to, you know, like music production. So... Whereas, you know, when I'm writing, for instance, a play, all I have to do is write. Mm. And maybe I get feedback from a director or um, even friends. But with an EP, I have to wait for, like, vocalist. I have to 
you know, even record myself. Um, I have to get feedback from the producer, all of these things. So it, sometimes it slows the process. So mm. that's why I said dates to be confirmed. But it will be out before spring. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No way, yeah, no, it's facts. Like, literally, even, I mean, even like major, like, huge artists, they end up like a lot. They end up like changing their dates yeah. and stuff like that because, yeah, it's a long process. It really is. So, yeah, mm. no, it's, it's obviously not, not a, it's not like an unheard of thing, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, for the dates to I be like. I feel quite, it's a humbling process, but I, I, I feel like I suddenly feel like, you know, those artists that are like, yeah, telling them drop, drop, drop. Not like Rihanna kind of drop, drop. <laughs> but yeah, like drop, drop, drop. And then they're like, oh, we have some of the dates or this. And I used to be like, why are these people making excuses? Mm. But, but now I feel quite honored. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah, but it will be our bless the memory. That's what it's called. Mm. Um, what's, it, what's, it all, uh, what's it all about? It's about, um, I guess, I would say it's, it's sort of a letter to people. Um, where I share the lessons that I've learned in life, in the, mm. particularly in the past, say, five years of my life. I think the past five years have been um, very transformative for me, from a creative point of view especially. Um, I've learned a lot about patience. I've learned a lot about loving people. I've learned a lot about friendship and, and faith as well. And mm. my faith has been challenged a lot. So I guess the EP essentially is exploring faith exploring family friendship um and exploring my own relationship with god mm-hmm. and um it's doing it in a very i would say a very interesting way musically um it's nothing like you've heard honestly before um it's genre bending it's it's not a lot of people are probably expecting poetry from me but i'm doing something very different mm-hmm. um the producer Inga bernie he has experience working with different genres of music and so he brings a very colorful sort of um, angle to this production, and and I, I really like that. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for people to hear it. Yeah. But but essentially, it's just about my own relationship with God and my journey, my creative journey, and um, the lessons I have learned in life so far. What do you say is your favorite piece on it? Mustard seed. Oh. Yeah. That's because. Cool. I just I love that song so much. Mm. It's so I love the song so much that I was in a meeting two days ago, and I think somebody used the word seed, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is this what I mean? <laughs> and they they said the lyric, and I was sorry not the lyric, the words, mm. and I was just like, da, 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 da. <laughs> like in your head you already like, Ooh. yeah, actually not in my head, you know about me. Oh loud. <laughs> Like, but it wasn't like a thankfully it was a friend although they didn't know i had i had an ep or well, i was making an ep so i was just mm. like, oh yeah, yeah yeah baby i'm making an ep mm. um but but yeah so it's, it's my favorite song it's very like probably the most danceable song and i love to dance by myself in my house so it's a song that it just brings me to life so no that's cool mm-hmm. well, that, that is good though like it's been i feel like i feel like i've said this several times on the podcast but for me, it's such a, like, refreshing thing, like, wh- when I meet people who are so, like, immersed in their art, you know? Yeah, I love passionate people. Yeah. Facts. Facts. That's it, thing. yeah. Passionate people, peace square. Ha. Huh. Like, P. Passionate people. <laughs> and I think it's no coincidence that, like, like, we have a fantastic alliteration. But secondly, like, people that are passionate, they make me feel like life is worth living. Yeah. Because... I don't know, I just think when you have, not necessarily that you have to have answers to, you know, the big questions in life of what's your purpose, but I do mm-hmm. think when there's a curiosity or intrigue for something, 
it just makes life more interesting and it doesn't even have to be something big like i'm fascinated by language and mm. that itself has been i guess my own driving force in life and that love for language has seeped into other aspects of my creativity whether it's visual language or musical language or language as in the literary tradition of language or historical sort of language mm. um or rather the history of language as opposed to historical language so yeah i i love passionate people no same same because like i think it, it just gives life so much more like vibrance yeah that's so much more color like i it's genuinely it's a foreign concept to me for someone to like be doing something they don't care about like i, I don't know I, I know that there are people out there doing that i think it's a very hard reality and it's a reality that i was definitely in because I, I remember when i was in a levels i was mm. going to study law at university that was the original plan and um i mean i like to say that it was god's plan that mm. i ended up um missing my grades by three marks mm. and then i was i mean at the time i was very sad about it but i was i'm so happy that it happened because studying sociology was probably the best decision i ever made in my life mm. um, it, it gave me time and space to really discover my creativity i got to learn a lot about how to empathize with people because you're learning about different things that might not even that you may not have experienced before yeah and i think the biggest benefit of it was the time i got to create work because my friends who were doing law they often had like classes not that i didn't i had classes with but <laughs> i mean i i can't lie i missed a lot of classes but, um, but i i was very because something about me is i'm very good at absorbing information i'm passionate about mm. and so that helped but um i think it was it was just a good experience and yeah um yeah oh yeah i i do like what I, I study law like right now oh yes okay. yeah that's so, real quick <laughs> <laughs> No, but I actually yeah. like it. <laughs> did you have to do the illness. Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. Wow, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. you did like it. No, I, I liked the fact that for once in my life I could pretend like I was a lawyer. <laughs> so it was, it was a good impersonation project. But, but I didn't enjoy the fact that passing it meant that I was closer to doing a degree that I didn't want to do. Mm, and I which don't is like fair. to fail, so I still, yeah. still, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, which is fair. Because I, I genuinely think, like, I, I was talking to a friend about this recently, mm. um, and I was like, I don't think law is the kind of thing you can do if you don't want to do it. Yeah. I, I just think, don't think it's possible. I think that there's certain professions that are calls and others that are careers, and mm. I feel like certain professions, yeah, just... Like you have to be called to do it. Like, not everybody can be a pastor, <laughs> or like a, I don't know, a writer mm. or a doctor. I think mm. some. I'm not. I mean, I have mentioned all the professions in the world, but I do think there's some that you really have to feel like you're called to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like writing is a call, for instance, because I mean, everybody can write. You can pick up a pen and and write, but when it's time to edit, you would understand that. Yeah, it's 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 a process. It that. really is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah no g genuinely I, I just think it's so much it's so much better generally speaking actually caring about like what you're doing so like even like you like just in the end you know studying sociology and you mean now just you know the in-between and everything i think you'd consider it's probably significantly better than if you had just ended up doing something you didn't want to do yeah you know so yeah i i think it reflects i think it reflects law in your work you know it just like the you know though like stuff you've created stuff, even the way you like talk about your work as well it's just like oh this is actually like 
it's just so much better when you actually enjoy doing something, you know. For sure, I I don't. One of my, I guess, what do I call it? A mantra. Oh, my tummy's rumbling. One of my um sort of like ethos in life is to be to have childlike faith and to be mm-hmm. childlike as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably my work is proof of that. Like I try, I just try my best to just be like a child. And one of my friends jokes that. I have a bit of an obsession with childhood and I need to unpack that. But I I do think that there's something so beautiful about, again, I'm saying this knowing that not everybody had the best of childhoods and I think you understand that. But in terms of childlikeness, often that means being playful. It means not caring so much about what somebody's telling you to do. And I just have my life knowing that a lot of people that tell you what to do don't even know what they're doing. And so Mm. you just have to um, focus on your own lane and and follow God's path for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I wholeheartedly agree. Like I I, I was talking uh, again. I was I was talking to I think the same friend actually <laughs> about how when you're when you're young, you like look at like adults and everything. And I'm like, oh wow, they have everything figured out. <laughs> and then when you get there, you're like, oh actually, <laughs> we're all kind of just stumbling yeah. along, bro. Like no one actually quite knows what they're doing. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody like. I've met, I mean, I'm really happy that last year I met some really cool mentors and people that I looked up to and I realized they too don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Everybody is really just figuring things out. Yeah. You have to just be kind to yourself. Yeah. But I, but I think it's such a like, because I, I don't understand why there is, especially for s- certain generations and everything, why there is this obsession with making it seem like you know what you're doing or making it seem like everything is under control. You get what I mean? Like, in my opinion, there's no need for that. You know what I mean? Like, I just think, at the end of the day, you don't need to project a false sense of like, oh yeah, I've got this. If yeah. if you don't, you know. No, you shouldn't. But I guess it's rewarding too. Yeah. Like, yeah, life is every. It's all a performance, and if you perform well, Ooh, that was deep. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> if you perform well, um, yeah, you get a standing ovation for it, even if mm. you're constantly you're acting on the stage. Mm. Some people don't know whether you're acting or not. So, um, yeah, I guess that's that's just life, really. Mm. I think for me, integrity is important. And yeah, the biggest lie I can, the biggest person I can lie to aside God is myself. Mm. I just would never want that. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's something like that in arts as well, right? Is that um, what's what's the word? Is it artistic integrity or creative integrity? Yeah, so, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it does. It does exist. It does. Yeah, and some people don't have it, and some people do. Yeah, yeah. Right um now but yeah i I think that's pretty much just like sticking to your um what's it now like just your brand of things like what you create and 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 all of that um which is fair yeah your vision Mm. your the heart of your story really exactly people will try and i've experienced it many many times where you know like you get commissioned for a project and then someone is like you should change this or i think this could i mean it's not to say that feedback isn't important Mm. sometimes the feedback doesn't even reflect the heart of the story and at that point you have to really be honest and say you know should i walk away from this or should i continue with this and yeah for me i i think i'm really happy that i have like god as my friend because mm. whenever i feel i'm very sensitive in terms of my heart and so when i feel like something isn't for me or is not aligned with me honestly like i always god just tells me and mm. Always right in terms of that, not uh, always right generally, <laughs> but I'm always right in terms of like as long as I'm obedient to what mm. I said I should do. Yeah, and, and the EP talks a lot about that actually. Just mm. the idea that um, 
in life like you just have to ensure that you build yourself on the right foundation definitely and for me that foundation has been the solid rock which is god um and so yeah i just think that a lot of times like life storms will come Mm. and you know in my own case it's been through maybe for instance like when you're trying to create work having like financial obstacles or um for those that really want to blow you know you don't want to be a cloud chaser but at the same time Mm. you really really want to get approval how do you balance that um Mm. and ep exposed this idea of like fame as well Mm. um and and I've been also been thinking a lot about this Bible verse that says, what does it profit a man to gain the world? And, and lose his soul, yeah. Because I think, I'm like, I'm not a famous person in terms of, like, celebrity. I don't even actually desire celebrity as a concept. But I do feel like, um, you know, everyday lives, like, the chances or opportunities you have are presented with where um, that dilemma of do you want to choose profit? And profit doesn't necessarily even mean money. Profit yeah. can even be temporary happiness. Yeah. Um, But... At that point, you have to ask yourself, what's more important, my integrity, i.e. my soul, yeah. or profit, which can be money, or just chasing, like, the wind. Yeah, chasing something, yeah. Exactly. And most of all, some people don't even know what they're chasing. Yeah. And it gets really sticky, yeah. <laughs> you know, because then you just, like, you think, oh, I want this. And then you get that, and you're like, oh, actually, well, I still feel pretty rubbish. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, actually, well, it wasn't this. And then you just keep, like, running around in circles. Mm. I think that's the worst place to be in, actually. For sure. And I, I think that a lot of us don't know what we want. And that's yeah. also okay. Mm. But that's where I feel like, for me, just prayer has really helped. Because I would rather have God's will and have peace than mm. my will. Definitely. And have no joy. Yeah. And a lot of that has come from a place of, like, surrendering. And even surrendering things that I thought that I wanted. Like, I remember when I was, like, 13, I wanted to be famous. <laughs> I really... I just was, like... Hannah Montana was my idol. I really, really, really love Hannah Montana. My 10th birthday party, I had the Hannah Montana wig where it was black. I honestly had this like, image. Yeah, I had this image of myself as like this star. And not to say that I'm not going to be one, but mm. I feel like my relationship to stardom has changed a lot because for me, it's like, even if I'm, I have what, 2,100, I don't know, 100 uh, followers, whatever amount mm. it may be, as long as I'm reflecting God's glory and that, means that I'm obedient to my, the calling God has given, given me. Given you, yeah. Um, the instructions he's given me and I'm showing love to people Then that's what, what matters. Yeah. About, you know, like the glitz and the glamour because the people that are up there and are so unhappy. Yeah. Um. So I guess I've really learned that joy is, joy is like found in God and his presence and everything else like comes second. Mm, so. For sure. No, definitely. Because I, I think at the end of the day, like it's all, which kind of brings us to the dessert of the of the episode is basically like the the end bit but i just think at the end of the day it's all like a process Mm. you know and it's all like the way you think about something i mean as as a creative even like your time as playwright when you're you know all stuff you've done created um you do not break us for example all of that um i just feel like when you're at the beginning of something you may think of it or not even necessarily at the beginning when you're at, at a certain point like in the timeline or something you may think of it a certain way mm. and then as you move along you think of it a different way or just like generally the process like the process changes you know the process like keeps moving um and all that does happen you know so it's it's not particularly a surprise when you know you may think of something a certain way now and then get there and you're like actually oh no <laughs> you know yeah. and and you go there's somewhere else so yeah yeah ideas are like seeds and um even like with you do not break us for instance that was a play that i wrote 
in 2018. I wrote it out of boredom, actually. There was a strike <laughs> at my university. And the one thing about me is, like, if you tell me to sit still, I'm just like, no. No, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I wrote it out of boredom, but mm. that play was seen by 300 people. Mm. And it was, I guess, the sort of catalyst to my playwriting career. From there, I had, like, a residency at the Rep Theatre in, in Birmingham. And then um, I then had commissions from theatres. Um, but that play was birthed from curiosity. I just, one thing about me is I don't like someone telling me that I can't do something. That's the worst thing you can tell me because I would want to do it. Same though. Um, <laughs> do you understand? Yeah. yeah. So, and maybe same. it's an ego thing. I don't know. But yeah. for me, it's like, I can't be God's child and you're trying to cap me. That doesn't, mm. it doesn't even, <laughs> yeah, it's not it even, it, yeah. it's not compatible. Like, yeah. I cannot, when the Bible says I can do all things to Christ to strengthen me, that means that if I want to be a fashion designer, this moment mm. all i have to do is obviously like put in the work yeah. or trust that god would align me with people mm-hmm. that would also feed into the craft and and so with, with the play um i'd never written a play before but i had acted a lot in school mm. school i acted i would be part of musicals and i danced even though i was terrible at dancing um and so i just like studied plays by the great wale shoenka shakespeare um amata Edu, and just like really really studied it and the play you know evolved into different things and so many of the things i learned from that experience has just taught me that really i can do all things to Christ who strengthens me and um all you need in life is confidence a lot of times it's not necessarily about like trying to i think a lot of people think that they have to be extremely good whereas what you just need to do is just start and you kind of figure things along as you go yeah and that's that's been my own testimony in life mm. i just sort of figured it out and i just try my best to like Again, be open to feedback from people mm. and edit, 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 edit. Yeah, as really. you go, yeah. Be ready, be open to being pruned by yeah. God as well. Yeah. Because, like, this tree here, like, God is looking at it and he's just like, yeah, okay, man, your leaves are cool, but it can be better. <laughs> so I'm going to just chip this <laughs> yeah, off. It can be very painful, as an artist especially, to be pruned, mm. but the fruit that you bear from it is long-lasting. And I've always said to people that, the work I'm trying to create is legacy work. It's work mm. that transcends time. It's work that sits outside time. It's work that will be here for generations to come. And bless the memory is going to be one of that. So mm. It's not about the streaming number. It's not about, even though you guys should stream. <laughs> <laughs> Go streaming, guys. <laughs> but it's also about like the, the heart of it, which is that I yeah. really want people to listen to that and feel loved by God. And, be rem- and they're reminded that they can do anything that they put their minds to. And mm. they can rest knowing that God has got them. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I think every, everything you said, um, especially with the, you know, um, you figure it out as you go. I'm yeah, such a fan, bro, of, of that. Like, because I, I feel like we're in such an age where people feel like they have to have things figured out. Mm. And, you know, as this basically going to be how we're going to end the episode. Like, yeah, guys, just, I personally believe, especially if you know that God is asking you to do something. Mm-hmm. And you may think, oh, no, but I don't have it figured out. I don't have, you know, this, that, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Literally just go. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. I'm Start. not endorsing Nike, but that's slow. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, because it's, it's actually like, yeah. It. You really just have to do it. And obedience is always rewarding. It might yeah. not make sense. Honestly, there's so many things in my life that I look back and I'm just like, God, like, I now understand why you said I should do this. I'm, yeah. My my poetry is one example of that. Like mm. I didn't understand why God was telling me, um, go for open mics in uni mm. and perform there. And even if there's only my mom always tells me, Lanier, even if there's one person in the studio or sorry not studio in the 
in like a space mm. perform like you're performing in front of a thousand people yeah um, just and give everything spirit, yeah, yeah it's like the spirit of excellence because yeah. you just never know and there's so many times in my life where it's been that one person who was sitting down that i didn't even know yeah. was someone that could change my life that eventually yeah. did change my life yeah. so i really believe in like as you said just do it yeah. but do it with excellence with yeah. openness yeah um and and with that sort of curiosity yeah god will nourish creativity and he blesses those that are obedient yeah what do you have what do you, what do you have in your hand you know exactly be faithful in the little for real yeah thanks so much for coming on thank you for um, having me nah, no problem thank you so much and yeah for listeners thanks for listening thank you for listening to the dish see you next time see you.